Welcome to Wake the Dead. Greetings. Welcome to Wake the Dead. Today we are here with Mr. William Ramsey and Mr. and Dr. Hans Utter. And we are very uh, happy to be continuing our conversation where we left off the last show with Hans and Brett Carollo. We were talking about Altamont and American Pie. And we went uh, kind of down a little rabbit hole going into speaking about this movie performance, which Mick Jagger starred as the lead role. And it was released in 1970, the same year as Gimme Shelter, the film that we were speaking about in the last episode, which filmed Altamont. And it was, it, it was basically a snuff film. And we discussed how it was the end of a 10 year period between the death of Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper to uh, Altamont. And uh, basically it's the opening of the dark age of the 70s where we have the serial killers and the, um, the 60s hippie dream has turned sour and it's uh, become something to be afraid of. Uh, and they, they turn it demonic. And it's, uh, I, I guess, in night, the Church of Satan says year one was 1966 and William and I spoke about that in Rosemary's baby because that was uh, just around the same time as the release of that film. And that's the birth of uh, the new satan satanic age, the I forget what they call it, something of light or whatever. It's a Latin term or whatever, but it's the year of the light <laughs> because of Lucifer, I guess. But in any case, uh, so that's the beginning of the demonic. And so we wanted to highlight and talk about this film performance some more. Uh, uh, Hans is has returned and we have William here to join us. To uh, William has done some work um, uh, investigating the director and creator of the film performance. I think he wrote the film as well, whose name is Donald Camel. And uh, he is a Crowleyite who grew up. Uh, uh, his father was good friends with Aleister Crowley. And uh, as a child, Donald uh, spent time on the knee of Crowley as they, they write it in his bio. So, um, that automatically puts him higher up on the totem pole of magicians in Hollywood. And uh, this movie performance was his first film. And it was, it seemed like he was trying to put it all in. He was trying to really show everything, his entire occult theology, his worldview. Um, and it was really, they, they pushed the film to kind of crack open the degeneracy of the hippies and uh they combined the film stars uh i forget the other gentleman that that uh, plays the gangster I uh, james fox james fox thank you it stars james fox who we just talked about in utopia uh recently on your show william uh he starred in that film as well which is you know another rabbit hole but anyway james fox is a gangster he's like a dirty gangster no morals and he comes into contact with this hippie guru guy, which who has free love and drugs and lives in this little hippie hovel and uh, wackiness ensues, I guess, you know, uh, they, it, it, it portrays dualities 
um, the uh, polarity of uh, straight gangster dude and hippie weirdo with long hair, and it, it plays with those polarities. And it, uh, in a, in a way, it's it's almost like a work of magic in itself. Um, performance, uh, just one more. Sorry, I'm kind of going on and on, you guys. But performance, uh, the, Donald Camel was quoted once saying that uh, traditionally art is immoral. <laughs> he says art has to be amoral. It has to be intrinsically evil. That's what he said. And he also said magic is the raising of demons for the purpose of performing in the physical world in the interests of the magician. He used that word performing. So I think that is a very big uh, clue as to what performance is all about. Uh, so welcome, uh, Hans and William. Welcome, Hans. Hello. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Thanks for the invite. Great to be here. Yeah. Welcome, both of you. Thank you so much. And thank you, William, for allowing us to use this platform. Uh, I had some technical difficulties and you saved the day here. Thank you so much. Mm. <laughs> Wonderful. So uh, where do we want to start, you guys? Uh, do we want to talk about the director or do, uh, do we want to continue with where we were before? Oh, maybe when, when I just, uh, you got some slides, maybe we just use that as sort of an overview and then dig into the film. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah. this is like a picture. The first picture here people are watching on YouTube, Rockman, is a young Donald Camel, kind of straight-laced British guy from Scotland. That's where his dad was from. And an excellent artist. You can tell he's a great portraitist. Here. Yeah. You can just see he's kind of captured this uh, woman here. And he moved from doing kind of uh, standard art to film. But it's just interesting kind of his his growth. That's just him. That's what he looked like, kind of mm -hmm. Donald Camel. But there he is kind of straight-laced, button-down, tie, kind of a younger guy. I forgot who that guy is with him, but you know, he's this is them on site with that's James Fox and Camel. He's on the upper left there on performance. And there's Camel with uh, Mick Jagger, as you mentioned, their friends. That's Camel again with, I think, a model. He also directed Wide of the Eye. We can go into that. I think that was his last film. And then he committed suicide after that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And just uh, as an interesting uh, note, he, he also co authored a a novel with um i think it was marlon brando right yeah and, yeah I, I started reading that there's some <laughs> some interesting stuff in there uh some but uh, and the thing is his suicide um is he literally modeled his suicide after the film performance and it, just at the very end of the film i'm jumping ahead a bit but his suicide i mean he even stated this is like the film where you can see the hole and he wanted a mirror so he could see the hole through his head and remained alive for a period of time. And he was able to look in this mirror and see the hole through his, wow. his, his own head. Um, and he, and he said, it's just like the last scene, like uh, from like, white of the eye, right? Look. No, no, no. From, from performance, not oh, the last scene oh, of performance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's a scene. There. It's like white of the eye too. Why did the eye has that same motif? Okay, I'm not. I have not seen that. See, that's it. So he's showing the mirror to the woman he's stabbing, so she can see her death. So she can see herself die. And I believe that the mirror is like a magical tool to capture her soul while she's expiring. You know what I, I mean? That's like, right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and well, you'll the, see the the theme of the mirror goes through performance. Like a lot. Well, they have, um, you know, the the 
the, the hold the mirror up with the half male, half female, right? You're both male and female shows the one breast, you know, with the, the, and then with, you know, Fox and, and Pallenberg and then also the, uh, yeah, the male, female. And, and she says that like Mick Jagger, he's both man and woman. <laughs> and you know, so yes, they were really pushing that, um, that androgyny, uh, both sexes way back then. That was like ever since the beginning, like 1970, that was the plan. And it's still rolling out today. We can see that everywhere. Right. Yeah. Well said. I just wanted to get yeah. this quote right. from Kenneth sure. Anger right. because yep. he knew Camel. Kenneth Anger, we know, is just totally networked in the occult. Mm-hmm. But he says, I predicted Donald Camel's suicide. He was mm-hmm. in love with death. So that was from uh, Anger. There's Camel looking wild. That's him with Anita Pallenberg. She was in the movie. I have a lot of stuff about the background of performance, but you mentioned Fan Tan. Right. So it's still available on. um, I tried to download a PDF. I couldn't find it online. Right. But it's not like I want to read it. I mean, I'm sure it's gross. (laughs) (laughs) Marlon Brando. (laughs) No, it's a bit. It's um, it's not. It's a bit. It's like a clunky sort of. um, It's it's not that well written. It's kind of like a, you know, Dashiell Hammett style, but there's a lot, like the first half of the book just talks about he's in this prison cell and these cockroaches, right? So much on this cockroach, you know, hanging out of the car. So, and there's these letters, like letter E, they keep using this capital letter E throughout the thing. And mm. the, so there's some weird, it, but it's, it's, it's an, I mean, it's kind of hard to get through, but it's just, it's, <laughs> it's like a, it's a bad whole fiction, yeah. but anyway, I guess that's all we need to know about it. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. So like, okay. So he did a few films, right? Performance was the first one, uh, 1970. And, and he already, like, he has this magical, um, like he's already kind of, uh, king of the totem pole as far as being connected to Crowley. Um, and, uh, the uh, Lucifer Rising, uh, Kenneth Anger used uh, Donald Camel played Osiris in Lucifer Rising. He was all painted up green and he was up there in the, in the costume. Um, so like he's, there he is, there right, he is there. right there. That's and the sign of Osiris too, right? Right. So he's in, integrated, like he's very connected to this whole undercurrent of uh, OTO magic Crowley following uh, Satanists, basically, right? Yeah, no um, there he and, is in like you said. Oh no, that's not him. There he is, right in the green. And like um, he, it, Lucifer Rising was. When was that filmed? It was, I think it was late sixties or early seventies. It didn't come out till later, but I think okay. it wasn't. Yeah, it was around like sixty-seven, and then they released it in seventy-two or something like that. Or, no, you, no, I think it was released quite late, right? Because Bobby Beausoleil ended up doing the music from prison, and I, I think I think Mick was it Jimmy Page was supposed to be doing the music. He never did it, and was it Mick Jagger was supposed to star in it? I believe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but it was yeah, it was released much later. Um, Sixty-seven. So it was filmed at when they were at the Russian embassy in San Francisco. That's right. when it started. So he was already there before he ever made a movie. He was like famous guy playing Osiris. Everybody like worship that dude. He's one of the gods, you know, it's very interesting. Uh, so I'm sure there's a lot, uh, there's a lot going on under the surface that we don't know about. I would agree with that. No question. And he was, well, he just was networked. He knew a lot of people in London. Demon Seed was in one of his later films. 
That's uh, there's the mirrors we were talking about. There's James Fox. And they're putting the wig on him. Yeah, they're make dressing him up like a hippie, like kind of making him a little more feminine. Uh, you know that it's like they're transforming this guy. They give him mushrooms, high dose of mushrooms, and while he's in the trip, they're influencing his mind. And I don't know if you wanted to play some parts from the film. Uh, yeah, let me just get through these. We, we, yeah, we can probably get, get to that because there's a bunch of uh, really uh, direct. China Kong was his girlfriend. He met her when she was 14. Ugh. And she went on to work with him on Why to the Eye. So that was kind of like the theme of pedophilia is there. Yeah. Um, Alistair Crowley's around. So, so what is this? By the way, so can you go back to that previous picture? Mm -hmm. um, one more. I had. Um, no, when he's holding that that uh, thing. So this is like very, you know, important, you know, Mick Jagger in performance. He's saying like, you know, he lost his career because he lost his demon left him. He wants his right. demon to come back. And he's why he has this, this, uh, you know, fluorescent tube of light. Right. And you see similar, um, even in demon seed, you know, you have this, the, the, the star with the light coming, but that, you know, that beam of light, it, you know what, cause it's, it's very prominent in performance and also in demon seed. Do you know what that symbolizes or what that means? I'm just, Okay, maybe we'll see the scene and someone will know. But I thought that it obviously has some significance with that, you know, this, this. Um, well, I mean, it, it like light itself. Oh, oh, thunderbolt, anger and thunder, thunderbolt. So okay. it's a, so it's a thunderbolt. Oh, that's why he was shaking it in this, like. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's, okay, thunderbolt. Like he's Zeus or some crap. You know? hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So okay. that's anger. So in the film, he shakes it. He shakes. This it. is his dad's book, Alistair Crowley, the Black Magician, Charles right. Camel, and then Alistair Crowley, the Man, the Mage, the Poet. So that those books are out there, you can find them. But this is always a picture I go back to, which is kind of an important kind of marker for the occult '60s, which is Camel with Hopper and Yodorowsky and Kenneth Anger all together. It's really something else. Right. Those are all all separate shows, you know. Right, um, and then yeah. these are the performance kind of uh, posters. Mick Jagger, right there, they're showing like this one too. They're showing the polarity of the male, female, masculine, feminine, and it's like they're showing both actors showing both sides of themselves or whatever. Uh, that in itself is a magical working. I mean, they're they're advertising that this is a magical working. Like, look. And the transforming of from male to female is the it's like the Satanism, the mirror and mirrors play heavily in this film. Uh, he breaks the mirror at a certain point when the song is playing. And um, I don't know if we're going to get to that later, but, but we're going to play the song memo for Turner because he breaks the mirror, too. Right. Yeah, right. That's the one. That yeah. Mm. That's so and this is just an interesting thing. This is Alan Moore mentioning Donald Campbell. Huh. I wish I could bring this up. It says, so that ties uh, on the utopia, kind of. Right. Donald yeah, Kim, can you see the photograph of the gorges? <laughs> bad karma, great stuff. It just kind of goes on. So they all kind of knew about these guys. Hmm. Interesting. Why would he say bad karma? I wonder what skeletons that he knows about. And for people who don't know, uh, Donald Campbell was a video director, and he, he directed In the Name of Love by U2. So you can check that out. That's a picture of his dad. The band U2 is like Irish royalty. They're related to the the the, the royal family of England, or like 
dukes or something like they they are so connected it's disgusting you two is and then you see bono nowadays and like how he's doing all those running all over the third world countries and like showing his face acting like he's doing good and shit he he works for them all the way uh, oh no he's, doubt he's got all the hand gestures down he's oh yeah yep. and now he's, he's got a permanent weird. residence in las vegas the youtube yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay going. so that's the that's the end of the slides do you want okay. to play some of the film or i can what pull you, up some of my bits those stuff slides, you. Hans. Uh, what do you think about those slides before we get started on that is there anything uh specific that pops out for you before we move on hans um, I mean, I, I, you know, his, you know, connection with his father, I mean, in the fact that, that this film, um, performance was, you know, the, the release was delayed to coincide with the release of the film, give me shelter. Right. right. So, so it was, so they delayed the release for the film and they thought it would help the controversy at the Altamont Pop Festival would help make the movie performance more popular. That's that was the <laughs> the reasoning behind it. But yeah. they released right at the same time, and then you know we go. There's so, so many it's different a package elements. deal. That whole the the, the the whole mind control portion of Altamont and that entire death ritual is tied into this performance. Like it's all one big performance, right? Uh, absolutely. And then with, you know, we can go through, um, you know, the, the first, you know, yeah. Uh, so the first part of the film, there's, it's sort of, it's interesting, but there's not much, I don't think there, except for when there's one scene when the, um, one of the, one of the God the Godfather guy has a picture of these little boys, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Dude, they yeah, got like mushroom hats on. <laughs> yeah. So there's a picture. He's got this picture. He's, he's, Here, you know, find that. Here, he's like, sitting there. You, to, you keep talking. Yeah. I'll, I'll play. So, and see if um, but yeah, go ahead. Keep talking. It's fine. But, um, and I mentioned a little bit with, with the music, like even the beginning, uh, just to show this music that actually, you know, it's, it's not really music. It's more sound. It has like a psycho psycho effect. So play it. Go back to that scene with the, the judge just to show the, um, the, the, the music. But, you know, that they Spot played Harry, no aggravation. What about this lawyer guy? Get to see him. That man, I submit, should be standing where my unfortunate client now stands. I can rely on that, eh? It'll be straightened out in the morning, Harry. Don't worry. He's a nutcase, like all artists, but I can rely on him. I know my business is business. <laughs> and progress is progress. In the fluid state of business ethics, Pertaining today, we must protect the inalienable rights of the smaller businessman to be conjoined in commercial union with an expansion. Okay, you can stop it there. <laughs> but so, so that's so you see, I I noted that you know, and Demon Seed also, but so that's. You know, obviously, you know, it sounds irritating. You may not, you tune it out, but that's, that is having an effect Digital, on, on your nerves. Right. That's what you mean. You, well, no, no. I mean, the, the, these are sounds that are right, having right, effect right. on your nervous system. They're not, it's not really music. This is a, right. has a, you know, a, a physio, a neurophysiological effect. Right. Um, so 
it's 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 being employed so it's not obviously it has nothing to do with the scene it's it, it just it sounds horrible right it's just these but these are not just random beeps and blurps these are specific tones right. you know that have again they're also imprinting encoding things so that so the film it's like it's having an effect on you that is below you know the conscious threshold but it's affecting your body or your, your nervous system and also we see that the way that you know the film is projected over the face of the of the spectator right so in a certain way one of the the um kind of sub themes is that the the, the uh, audience becomes integrated into the performance right and is we can maybe we get to that scene where mick jagger talks about smashing your skull and going boring a hole directly into your brain right, right? so you know, so, so, so um so keep yeah before we get to that can i just do a direct quote from camel yeah please. i think it's really important because it goes into just what you said on it's a little long but ties in with magic his dad and it, it is this is from donald camel he says my interest in magic is really a matter of being conditioned where I was brought up in a house where magic was real. My old man, Charles, long gone these three years, filled the house with magicians, metaphysicians, spiritualists, and demons. I was conditioned by my father, by his books, that library by Aleister Crowley. I reacted against that at one stage. I became very materialist, obsessed by science and physics. But later I became more and more conscious of the world I was brought up in was an expression of a reality. I dug magic and wanted to find out more. The performance of magic is an extremely difficult thing. Magical processes are hardly ever achieved, and we have very little experience of it outside of tribal cultures that manage it. It functions in those countries in a pragmatic material way, which is what magic is. The raising of demons for the purpose of performing in the physical world in the interest of the magician, who is ideally a benevolent person, wanting to use the forces for what he conceives to be proper ends for all mankind. The interface of black and white magic is simply the difference in using powers on hand that are neither good nor bad, but have both faces. The demonic face of the spirit is as much a part of his angelic face. Kenneth Anger is better qualified to discuss the specific relationship between magic as we know it culturally, historically, and pragmatically, which is to say performing it through a vehicle that all of the vehicles we have invented to influence other men's minds and communicate is logically the most powerful, the moving picture with its, its attendant sound. Wow. Ah, well, it's there you like go. he says, I was conditioned, right? And then he assumes that the magician is benevolent. <laughs> like, okay, dude, like, yeah. wow. And the, he was, he was programmed, he was conditioned as a kid. He was probably just like this little kid here eating beans, wearing a dress, sitting next to uh, the, pic the poster. Yeah. It says, It's all over there with um oh, wow. the, the doors guy the, uh... jim morrison and yet yeah. so and so what's really you know very interesting right is that this does if you look at the end of the 1960s tied to the you know the the the, the concert right, right. so the, and this was that concert and... so again the venue was switched at the last minute right by right and jolly west playing a part in switching that venue but this has already been very, you know, directly referenced in this in this film in, in, on multiple levels. But again, so that use of sound, so, so you know, the like my little puppet. Yeah, there's a science and technology, but in a certain way, it, you know, if you look at that aspect of quote unquote magic, I mean that you know, it's the magic of technology, right? The tech, the the, the sound, but then it's 
you know, it's part of this thing. So you're, you know, it's like demon seed is the magic of technology and the combination of the demons. Yeah. With the technology. Yeah. And, and so it, it is, um, you know, you have to analyze that, but that's, you know, obviously scientifically based and these things, you know, you may not remember, you probably consciously like, did you guys even notice that weird music in that scene when you watch the movie? Not conscious. Not really the first time. No. Yeah, no. You see, I, 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 I noticed it immediately. But a lot of this stuff, even though it's when you hear it, it's like, wow, this is. It's yeah. you, know, you can listen to it more, but it's it's disturbing, right? It's it's, right? it's extremely yes. irritating. But it, it'll go by. Like I noticed, you know, you know, obviously I'm, I'm more attuned to that. But so it's definitely in in use. Um, Do you and, think and, it causes us to to focus attention to be like, what is that sound? And like, is that. Do you think that's uh, no, it, 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 it kind of, it's bypassing your conscious mind in a certain way. Right. Well, I mean, for us to focus on what is happening, what is being said by the guy to make us like, uh, try to figure out subconsciously, we're trying to figure out what is that sound? And like, then you focus more on like what is being displayed to you. Yeah. Or, or, you know, this is what I'm thinking. Or, or basically, you know, a lot, a lot of these things function, um, like, you know, especially in film, right? So, mm -hmm. like, for this is a wonderful example, is the scene, right? So, oh, yeah, it's um, sick. I wanted to talk about this one. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of this stuff, it's, it's, um, I'll probably start going more into this later, but it's, it's, you know, the reticular formation, which is a part of the brain and it, the filtration reticular activating system. But this is where all of your, sensory neural pathways go to this part it filters your consciousness so if if and it can be modified via images and belief so it can literally it will filter out things of your experience you won't see them you, right. know, you won't notice certain things and you, you know you can see this all the time like the indians uh, didn't see the boats of columbus coming towards them like yeah whole yeah, idea of like yeah couldn't imagine what and then yeah it, yeah, and it's 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 something that you know it, it's while it's you know it has you know obviously a lot of evolutionary advantages um you know for example if you know a, a hunter you know aboriginal hunter in the forest or something you know you want to be able to focus on only very specific things other hand if you don't have some kind of filtration mechanism and every single sensory input every single thought feeling is all blasting at you once your conscious mind will overload right that's the mechanism that's being disrupted by the mushrooms like they 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 like the the use of mushrooms in this movie and cannabis and they it seems like they're pushing that idea and we all know about you know time magazine and the you know the the mushroom the uh what's his name that went to Wasson? Wasson. yeah Wasson, exactly that whole push of mk ultra so like this i'm sure is folded in with that as well and that mechanism is like disrupted the focus like all of a sudden you hear things and you see things that aren't being filtered properly properly through this mechanism in the, in the head right yeah well i mean and it's you know it, it, it's again it, it's something that yeah, it, it's there. I mean, you know, you can look at it even in a simple way. You, you look at what you attract or experience in your life, right? Someone who's very angry and, and you know, whatever, they'll probably run into a lot of encounters where people are getting angry at them. They're getting angry at other people, right? You know, it, it's, so it, it's also a mental focus, but it goes to the basic level. And then it ties in into your, your awaking. And then the, the descending reticular formation ties into your heart rate, to your sleep, and to your vital organs. So it really is the, the foundation of waking, sleeping, and your dream state the visual images from television 
intersect between both of these and it can actually affect you know <laughs> affect your reality in a sense so your reality becomes permeated right. and in a sense becomes almost dreamlike right and this like was when kids if they watch a horror movie before they go to sleep they're like oh they have bad dreams they're scared and you know because uh, it influences their their head not more than that because what you uh, see the original you know worked on on this starting you know the late 60s 70s you know looking at how television will actually shut down <laughs> parts of the brain and and right. bypass right bypass and the it can last even watching for a few hours can affect your your mind for weeks. Yeah, right. It's so, so, in, so, in that so, state of dissociation, yeah. like alpha. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah, and then the other thing is that look for, and then the other part of this, of course, is that our own awareness, direction of attention. Look at all these images. This is just passing by in the film, right? Yeah, there's. That's but why you, I wanted to stop it here. Your your time. mind sees all of this. Okay, your right. mind, everything, all these things. Um, we see the same thing in Demon Seed. There's these television monitors, right? And they're showing these flashing images, right? They're shown very briefly, right? When the AI place. And so I, you know, looked in at some of those. So that's, but you're seeing all that and that's being registered, but you're not consciously. I mean, there's no way you can consciously catch what's there. Right. So you're trying to follow the story. Oh, why is this naked guy in a bathtub talking to this kid wearing a dress, eating beans? <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like <laughs> you're trying to figure that out. <laughs> and then you're not really looking at the pictures. Like those pictures are gross. Can you go back when he, for, the yeah. kid first shows up, he has a mustache. Oh yeah. 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 He's, and then you like, know, a, there's... like a dirty Sanchez kind of mustache. Right. Um, yeah, so the kid looks like he's older. Uh, I don't know if he shows up. Oh, yet. and that's also interesting. The scene right here where he talks about juggling and he has these weird references to these pyramids and, and um, you know, Moloch and all this other stuff. And there's the there's our light beams, right? Yeah, those, those are the light bolts. Yeah, you yeah. want me to play from here? Sure, yeah. Go ahead, Alice. You can't have the room. What? It's not for rent. Wait a minute. The lady's just said... Hey. Said... I don't tell her everything. My secretary. Got a lot of work to do. Got a lot of pressure. Yeah. No, I don't want it. That cough, it's 200 years old. So it's an Arabic it. script, right? A valuable antique, isn't it? Related to Hassan Saba. Really? Listen, I've got to say goodbye now. The thing is, Mr. Turner, I've got behind all my luggage, my stage gear. It's all coming out from the continent. Your what? My luggage, my juggling, you know, stuff. Why don't you go to a hotel? A hotel? You must be joking. Look, I need a... I need a bohemian atmosphere. I'm an artist, Mr. Turner. Like yourself. You juggle. Why not? Why, why not? What? Not the jongleur. It's the third oldest profession. You're a performer of natural magic. Right there, performer of natural magic. And then yeah. they, they hit yeah. you with that. Yeah, and then he does this little speech over this, right? So this is tricky. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, oh, sorry about that. My mistake. 
It's fine. No problem. Okay, you just play from here. That's okay, okay, we'll keep playing. I perform. I bet you do. I, I can tell by your vibrations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Apollo. Chaos in his bloody pyramid. He dug a juggle or two, didn't he? Remember? And the tetrarchs of Sodom. And all this tertius. Am I right? Am I right, babe? More or less. Personally, I just, you know. Oh, you're not his chance. Okay. So, like, he's mentioning Sodom and it's evil things. Cheops or something. Didn't he he Cheops, the pyramids of Cheops, yeah. and then they show the nipple, which is like the pyramid, right? When we have also the pyramid. But that's like our first memory, too, like, you know, sustenance and our mother and like all yeah. that, too. And so, so the the juggler that that ties into these jesters and then this whole, I, I love looking at that a little bit more. There's like the order of, um, like there's a basically a secret society, semi-secret society, you know, the order of the jesters. And there's also, Oh yeah. 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 E- e- even they're the, bad, dude. They're evil. Yeah. 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 And even inner from the, from the, the Shriners, it's an inner on the inside of the Shriners. Yeah. Yeah. The Freemasonry. Yeah. yeah. And then there's also the, um, the, the, the connection of the, you know, the, the, the court jesters connected with, you know, ball worship with Baphomet, even they have their own, they had their own deity, this big fat blob, you know, looks like Jabba the Hutt. Basically, yeah, exactly. Okay. But so, so that. So but, jesters and clowns are related to demon possession. Like when you mm-hmm. wear the mask of the, the clown and the jester, like uh, the same thing with the Native Americans, the the uh, Native American clowns are, and, and like the um, the way that the uh, in Haiti, the voodoo, they, they take on the they invoke the demon into themselves and then they're performing right that's what he just said he performs and then he's related to sodom and all these other things which are also probably demonized people right that might be a little clue i don't know well he's also looking up right looking up with this right. you know and that we're gonna get probably won't get this far out but like in demon city he talks about the con they talk about the ai is connected with the constellation orion right so right. this connects with this there's a whole nother side. Where I won't go there right now. That's, right. That gets really far out. So, <laughs> but, well, I mean, maybe, kinda, maybe we can, go ahead, William. Well, yeah. I was just going to say, just to tie in your thing about Altamont from my book, Children of the Beast, Campbell says the movie was performance was finished before Altamont and Altamont actualized it. I don't know if you talked about that. <laughs> oh, wow. Your, uh, Good word. Actualized. Well, that, that there's no question then. So that, that so that's, he knew he was aware. Right. I heard that they had like trouble releasing it because Warner Brothers didn't like it. Uh, they, they released it in England and then they brought it here and they were like, where's the star? We want to have Mick Jagger in the beginning of the movie. And so they had to recut and it was edited 14 times. They said, wow. like, who knows who got their hands on it and changed it into this, what it is. You it's know? the so, original Eyes Wide Shut, right? You don't really know what the director's right, intent was. Yeah, I hear no, from I, Children of the Beast. He says Warner, the debauchery and depravity of the film was too much for the Warner Brothers executives who oversaw its production. They were genuinely quote they were genuinely shocked by the rushes. Warner's was so outraged they took the unprecedented step of closing down the film. And then it says in the end, under intense pressure from Camel, who tried to enlist everybody from Kenneth Anger to Stanley Kubrick in his campaign, 
And after a change of ownership, Warner's released the film in the U.S. two years after it had been shot. So he enlisted Kubrick. Interesting right. little Kubrick. Right. But, the, uh, I, you know, I, the, I, there's different... Sometimes, you know, there's I've heard different takes on this narrative, you know, from other sides is that basically the film was considered a bit shocking, but somehow this guy never directed a film in his life. He didn't know anything about film, right? I've been, I, I worked on a couple films. I mean, it, it you got to know a lot, right, to do that. So you're wondering how this guy even got there or got enlisted. They had a full budget, full Hollywood budget, Warner Brothers. But then it ties in. They just delayed the release till it coincided with right. the 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 Gimme Shelter movie. So it's they they came out basically the same time. And, and everything else was a cover story, right? right. Yeah, it, it could be oh, a cover yeah. story. Um, the real thing was what you're saying. They wanted to release them together to hit our yeah. mind consciousness in that same double whammy. Boom! They're dropping them both on us. That that's I, I mean that. that would make you know okay make sense. But that's an amazing quote. Could you? He said, "Actualized." Actually, he said, "Performance actualized." Give me shelter. Or actualized Altamont, or vice versa. The movie was finished before Altamont, and Altamont actualized it. Said Campbell. That's what yeah. I performance mean. was okay. Altamont actualized it. Well, because Altamont is a ritual. It's the magic ritual. It's the right. second half. Right. So, and and even the performance when he ties that directly in to magic right into and i think you know there is this layer of the the boring into the mind of the audience right just i think i was i think going right, on. You you're, you're, about that uh the bullet into your head like that speech is that what you're saying um yeah but we can do that later um well there's um mushroom uh oh also the blood what do you guys think about this blood so there's a couple so they show like when they're you know, his apartment gets vandalized. Jamie Foxx's apartment is vandalized, right? Okay. And then they show Mick Jagger repainting his apartment walls from black to red. At oh, the same right. time, they flash in between. It's the first time we see Mick Jagger. Right? Yeah, so it when, was right at the beginning, too. Yeah, it was right at the beginning. And they just, that's Mick Jagger's just there briefly, but they're painting the walls red. And then, um, you know, then, of course, like, when he, he takes that red dye, he washes his face you know oh yeah yeah and, and and then the kid comes with a mustache the kid in a dress right that's got to be in the beginning here it's like it's got to be somewhere in the middle maybe um for people who don't know on the greatest films british film institute greatest. performance is number 48 <laughs> wow <laughs> in between shakespeare and love and i'm all right jack oh look at that's the little boy with the boots yeah he's got he's got f me boots dude <laughs> wow so he's got his little cardigan and his little dress and he's being led in there by his mother or whoever guardian is bringing him to this house where he's it's a sketchy house. Yeah. It's a drug den. Like what is mom doing? Is she trading him? <laughs> She's selling him. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Well, no, just play this. But, but what's interesting is that like he had, there's a couple times he'll address mommy and daddy. He even, he's in the bathtub bathroom with uh, the Jamie Foxx, the mafia character. And the kid yeah. says, daddy was mommy coming down with us. Ugh. So, so the, he dresses mommy, daddy in various, so they, this is her filming. So we have the, uh, anyways. It isn't Pallenberg like a full witch in real life. Totally. Yeah. 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 She said it influenced her life. Goodbye, the Ferrari. <laughs> so, for the listeners, she's got a video camera filming the mirror. 
and that she's gonna film some basically a porno. And we have this, you know, this Iranian music, right? Referencing Hassani Saba. All the decor in his apartment is straight up, you know, basically like, you know, you know, that, that Middle Eastern, that, Middle Eastern. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So at first glance, it looks like a dude. It looks like a, a dude. It looks a like dude, Keith yeah. Richards. It's on purpose. It does look like Keith Richards even. Wow. Um, I saw a, uh, a documentary about the making of performance, and they were discussing, they, they talked about, like, Anita Pallenberg came along with Mick Jagger, as like a, you know, and she was in the scene already. But the other woman, uh, Donald Camel, chose specifically, and the guy talking about it was like, Oh, he chose from his dream girl. And then in the film here, when James Fox is uh, making sex, I guess, with with that character who is a female. I mean, the first scene, it looks kind of male, but he says to her, oh, you're kind of underdeveloped and your breasts are small and you kind of look like a boy. That's in the that's like in the dialogue of the film yeah. I mean, and then they're saying that that's the dream of camel like well she also has freckles right on her back so she really does look like a boy you know what yeah. i mean she does not um so we also have the eye of the camera right as as the so in a sense like you know it's in all the symbolism right but this is like the 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 you know the camera's like the the magic right it 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 it, it takes reality and starts to transform it Right. right into this occult working there look at that right there and you see the poster next to him it's like they go from the sex fornication the the the, the try you know the menage a trois and then they cut to this kid with a dirty sanchez mustache and then the poster behind him is like mauve lavender man and a woman 69ing with purple candles uh like at this little shrine thing and he's like speaking to this james fox like it's very i mean it's not very subtle i have to re-watch this thing because i missed a lot like it I is sick and <laughs> you, did you watch my cold hollywood where i covered this yes no, you know, uh, no i haven't seen i missed it. so much i mean i got the obvious stuff like honest and the satanism and right the demon missing but some of this other they this is crazy like, it is so i'm glad you're here for this one this show man this it is crazy <clears throat> it should we should do a like a thing where we just watch along, watch the whole movie along, and yeah. just like you know, deconstruct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Well, yeah. I mean, there's. Um, well, I think like the la the last section. I think from the Hassani Saba speech, you can play some of that just okay. directly. But right here, we talk about the mustache part. Where, I well, the mustache. So that's interesting. You know, there's also the the um, the beards, right? You know, beards used. To, that was always that was a. Uh, synonym for a, a gay man, right? That hid, that was in the closet, or even a pedophile. Um, and of course, then the, the guy when he did, they do the pic fake picture that he give it, they give him a fake mustache, right? Right. The and, gangster, like, and the gangster guy is seeing. He's got this picture in his hand that's got two little like Polynesian boys that have mushroom colored, like amanita colored underwear, diapers, or whatever. And they're naked up besides that. And they're wearing a mushroom hat on their head 
It looks it's red with the white dots. And there's two of them like just hanging out in the woods. And the guy's like got it in his hand. He's like looking at it while he's at an important important meeting with his boss. He's like staring at this picture. <laughs> like what? So I mean, the people that they're displaying to us, like no wonder Warner Brothers was horrified when they saw this. <laughs> You know, or, or else they made it in England. They're like, oh yeah, it's all good. Or didn't they? No, they maybe they made it here. I guess they released it and they England thought it was great. Well, you know, you can also say that maybe some people were horrified and some people wanted it to come out. Right, and the Satanists yeah. loved it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and again, when he says Altamont actualized this, so I think there's probably still even a lot more. And look how they rushed to get Gimme Shelter out. That was out right afterwards. Right. They didn't, you know, that was almost it released instantaneously. It. Right. Altamont happened December 69. And then 1970 is when we got Gimme Shelter. Yep. December 13th. Yep. Right. It was released 12, 13. Yeah. yeah. Which is okay. And then, uh, okay. And even that, I don't know what those weird array, look at those arrays, like the, the two people standing on the right, you know, yeah. on that film poster. And these are like these rays almost, you know, coming in or. Or also like the, uh, you know, these demonic forces or entities coming oh. down, being summoned to the earth or right. whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like the moon the, child. Like they, they summon yeah. specific demons into the impregnated or the, 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 anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Who, who's that in the bottom there on the right? Oh, that's, that's James Fox in the chair. He's looking. No, no, no. I mean in the poster. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Somebody in a business suit. Hmm. Looks yeah. like he's got um, Orthodox Jewish curls coming from in front of his ears, hanging. Yeah. Well, well, there's a lot of reference to the blood, though, right? The red, the blood, the sacrifice. You right. know what I mean? And um, okay, well, go ahead. You can just play it. Okay. Okay. So I said to today at the office, "Why are you so mean?" And it just said, "Your visa is finished." Please. And and you you're not in the place of learning, right? So for the listeners, like uh, Mick Jagger's in the tub with uh, a woman who's complaining about something. He's a woman who looks like a boy. <laughs> a boy, exactly. And Anita Pallenberg is doing her soft brown sugar. Actually, she's doing it. Yeah. Right? So I think Berber to English. So she looks like a boy. She does not look like a female. I'm sorry exactly. to say that. She, no yeah, offense. she looks like a 12 year old. Yeah, let's uh, do less nudity. Let's okay, sorry. Okay. We'll, we'll scroll through. Sorry, guys. Copyright. So, are we still on YouTube? We are still on YouTube. Okay. Wow, that's great. Hi, YouTube. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Become one. Okay. So now he's up in turning. Keeping through the red, the white, and the blue. Dreaming of false black civilization that once flourished and grew. Hey, wake up, niggas, are y'all through? Drowning in a pull of the white man. Look at that, like even the mantelpiece. You can see like little weird in there. And ain't got nothing to save your funky ass with. You cool fools. Dipping on a menthol cigarette round midnight. Rapping about how the big apple is out of sight. You ain't never had a bite. Who are you fooling me? So it introduces you a lot of, it introduces a lot of different pieces of culture. Like it does, it really it does. Brings, it yeah. brings in uh, the you know the the, the poetry of. The, well, that's the last poets, right? So the last poets, and they were a group. Um, you know, they they were a music group, but they they're also tied in with, you know, 
magic, African, a little bit of Santeria. I mean, you know, they had some interesting music, but this is almost like they were summoning. I mean, they were doing types of, even you see even in BLM, right? They, they have different types of African gods that are tied in with different leaders. Even they, they have the symbolism and stuff like that, right? You look at like, they the- They were cut- practicing African magic. Those yeah. little like uh, necklaces have uh, spiritual meaning or occult meaning or whatever they were wearing. And, 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 and even the Covington, right? That, that Covington, Kentucky Christian school, right? So they had all kinds of different- uh, like occult elements, including they had like this, you know, whatever was some kind of culture month where they had this African god, you know, that's also associated with the BLM. That they, you know, they have it. They're teaching these little kids about this god that does like blood, human sacrifice and stuff, wow. and they're having like this. Moloch? No, no, it's an African. It's a this. It's, it's an African. It's like it's a it's a no no. It's a Yorubo deity. Um, but this is being summoned. I mean, you know, in these wow. rituals. Um, so, anyways, we keep going. Wow. But, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, we saw the guy. Okay, so they're also bringing in Robert Johnson. Like, doesn't he play? He plays. Yeah. All that music is all Robert Johnson, and he. Yeah, and we can. That that I think that's very important to play from that point. You, but you can you can play it. You maybe. Okay. Young. I'm oh. and uptown, I think actually that's in this part. This part. Okay. Interracial lovers. Right. Somewhere in the Different atmosphere. As their cries, cries, cries go unrecognized. That sounds like some MK Ultra, like trauma-based mind control. Beyond some other place, like going above the rainbow, beyond the white, uh, like where there's, where it's colors of rainbow, you know. Um, and then the nobody hears the cries, cries like that. I don't know. It seems kind of suspect. Except by their keeper, the Grim Reaper. Their keeper, the Grim Reaper. Good afternoon, Mr. Turner. Good afternoon, Mr. Uh... Again, those bulbs, right? Right. You can't have the room. Okay. So this is where we, where we were, and he asks for his juggling. And he says his performance of natural magic. I, I perform. I bet you do. I can tell by your vibrations. Anti-gravity man. Anti-gravity man. Amazon, the Apollo. Chaos in his bloody pyramid. He dug a juggle or two, didn't he? Remember? And that's that's the slide guitar from Memo uh, from Turner, which we'll listen to in a bit. And the tetrarchs of Sodom and all Bistertius. I'm alright. I'm alright, babe. More or less. Personally, I just, you know, hope Oh, you're not his chance. And he's like a gangster. Like he does evil things. He does bad things for bad right, people. So only wants to, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. You are You said it all, pal. Chuckler to the king of Tuscany. Forty about the rules. 14 balls. How about just on a on a nightly basis? Right, on a nightly basis. On a horse. On blindfold. Blindfold on a horse, right? Isn't that 
the sacrifice, you know, in, in that, oh, wait, is, is, there, is, that a, is that a Masonic thing? Is that, yeah, 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 yeah. But okay. it's also blind, yeah, blindfold on the horse or sitting backwards on the horse being led for the, oh, the like when you, um, like public execution or sacrifice, right. And like, um, being sent, uh, like excommunicated from the, from the group, like whatever, when you, when you get, um, they, they, they shun you from the group when you get like they, if they don't kill you, if you're a criminal or something, they'll put you on a horse and they'll tie you up and blindfold you and just send the horse off. And so that you just disappear, you know, I, I forget what that's called. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. That... You can't stay here, old man. Look at the moon. Got a moon around his back. Not in the mood. Why don't you? What is that? That's like a hook. What, what is it? He's a very long necklace. It looks like some either like a sickle or a crescent moon or. Right, like a claw. Almost. Or a horn. Yeah, could be a horn. Funny when you're 50. <laughs> You'll have to go. You wouldn't like it here. So. Not like it. That charming little basement suite. I paid for it. Anyway, I... let's see if we can find something more interesting. So what we're, we want to find him playing the guitar. Wait, look at this that's real quick. Good. Just go back to that 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 collage because that's kind of interesting. Go back a little bit earlier. So this is a weird. Can you go back a little bit before, yep. like just the painting on the wall? Um, you don't you, you don't need to play the sound. Just when that they because there's a lot of stuff in there. I didn't get a chance to to, to decipher it, but yeah, it looks like uh, no no no. Go go further. Right? It's it's okay. it's it's uh, where that you know the guy holding the gun. That picture after this. Okay. Um, Where did it, I think? Uh, thank yeah, you. Uh, you may have gone gone past it. Yeah, you just hit it. It was like you know when she's standing there, and there, there's like a lot. There's all these weird juxtaposed images, right? And it's and it has a guy. There's a guy holding a gun, and there's all this. There's like a face, oh, yeah. right? They, yeah, that that yeah. So that it, there's a, a maybe just a little bit. If you can see where that shows up, see that whole thing on the wall there. Yeah, maybe just right about there. Yeah. yeah. So this. Oh yeah, there's the Egyptian thing with the lips, uh, and then above that is like the pop idol, pop star, or whatever. But one, you got the one eye, right? And then you got the thing in, in the brain. Look, there's like a, a figure inside of the head, right? Yeah. Like that being being summoned. It's like somebody like with their arms up. Um, uh, yeah, right. Being maybe I guess. And then it's like that green like lizard type of female. Mm -hmm. right, right there entering in so i don't know I just, and then, and then they're like behind the head of this pop icon that's like tripping out with egyptian magic uh is some gangster with a gun like pointing at his head right so yeah. it kind of creates attention just being that image yeah and I, i'm sure it has right. some meaning but i don't okay anyways right. any thoughts on what that symbolizes because you got the lips uh, and like this like this one that right there too what? Look at that. that. That's like, yeah. so that's like one of those, you know, like the, like the plague mask, right. From, mm -hmm. from the middle ages. Look at that red, the head's cut off. See. Right. Or like an executioner, uh, like a executioner's hood. It looks like he's stabbing the feet with a knife. Yeah. And the head he's is going through the head is gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, it's really a sick twisted. So uh, it's an image of somebody being tortured by, somebody wearing a, a purple suit and they are yellow head, uh, red body. Maybe the red body is there like feeling pain or something. 
but it looks like one of those images painted by a survivor of SRA, like that mm. type of art. And then, so I think that ties the red color with the sacrifice, right? Right. The color of the, yeah. And the Malkuth, like the lowest level. So she's got this mushroom garden. Um, I don't know what kind. It's obviously probably psilocybin mushrooms. And uh, so this is promoting the drug use of the mushrooms. And this hippie back to nature and like what an idyllic little place. <laughs> This <laughs> the monster staring. So this is Robert Johnson. Okay. Oh, there's the amethyst. That's definitely a magic mushroom, right? right. That, the red ones are the amethyst. <laughs> scary. So they're referencing. So, 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 so they're playing a they're playing a um a Robert Johnson song here, right? So this is referencing. Oh, you pause real quick. Okay. Um, I was gonna say like they have the the red figure and then the James Dean popping out of the brain in that painting, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, you know what I mean? So this ties into this sort of, I think the whole culture as a magic working, I think there's a lot of yes. links, right? Even with the Robert Johnson. With Altamont is taking the whole culture along with it. Like it's bringing everybody into this yeah. darkness. Yeah. And, and so Robert Johnson, again, this was something that, you know, they had, you know, this was a huge, became a huge culture right there. So that, so you, so you see these images. So that looked, that's kind of a Mick Jagger with that satanic. Um, right. Red eyes. But his look, but James Brown is, I mean, James Dean, it has his foot going into his brain. <laughs> his foot is going into his head. Then there's the, I don't know. The James weird... Dean is like the top pop, like the top icon of Hollywood. Uh, and like, um, and in American, American uh, Pie, he sings about how the jester is wearing James Dean's jacket or some, like we got into that, speaking about that on the other show how Bob Dylan was wearing the red windbreaker that James Dean had in that movie, um, Rebel Without a Cause. Like, he's one of the anchor points in this uh, de-evolution of teenagers into the satanic. Um, he's like one of the first signposts. And then if you read Kenneth Anger, uh, Hollywood Babylon, you read the truth about James Dean. He was a psychopath who, like, burned himself with cigarettes, like, loved pain. Like he was probably another SRA baby, you know, trauma-based mm. by control. Marilyn Monroe and all the rest. Yeah, but, and just um, I'll just extrapolate. This mm -hmm. is maybe a, a bit um, far afield, but if so, if you look at this image here, right? So you've got, and that looks like some African tribes person, but they got like that. Looks like an eye. See that right near his his. Oh, down below. Yeah, the holding the basket right by by his leg but so what you have here is actually like if you go back to that earlier scene with a lawyer you know what i mean in this this is a normal society so to speak you have this really dissonant music oh, yeah. in a certain way he's representing just just like um camel right you see he's, he's buttoned down wearing the tie okay now you know what i mean right and but through this transformation right this is like how james dean goes into the brain how the pop culture goes into the mind and then transforms and then you become like, I don't know. Got a like foothold in his brain, right? Yeah. Like, it's, so, it, and I think this kind of goes through like how, he, of course he's, right. he's also the gangster, but we've, it's also, we've been encoded that the, the mainstream, the pro, you know, whatever you want to call it, that, that, you know, the high culture or whatever is with this weird dissonant sonic frisure, but isn't that the kind of the process, right? You have your straight laced person right. and then suddenly you end up becoming the victim, the sacrificial victim. So, anyways, go ahead. Right. Okay. Is that too, yeah. 
And I think it's surf right here. Yeah, this scene. Yeah, playing the guitar. Okay, now this is the red that you're talking about. Yeah. But if I try moving it around for the time, I'm sorry. Okay, so he's washing out. He put the red in his hair to like hide or whatever. Now he's washing with turpentine. And behind, you can see the uh, there's a picture. I guess that's supposed to be Mick Jagger with the big lips or whatever. And he's got the lion on his chest. But if you see, his neck has like oh, it's a, a pedophilia symbol, isn't it? Heart, right? It's a double heart. It's just like having the big heart and the little heart in one. It's the pedophile symbol of girl lover, right? Right there on his head. He's got the green star on his head. But I mean, the, the girl lover thing on his neck, and that's his throat chakra. Like that's like what he's projecting, what he's speaking into the world. <laughs> girl lover. And didn't he have like a 14-year-old girlfriend? Like wasn't Marianne faithful? Like 12? Uh, no, it was another girl. Her name was something Kong or Hong or something. Right, right. That was that was Camel's girlfriend. Was, right? uh, yeah. I have it somewhere. I but we see the cat. It's like the beast, like uh, Crowley's beast. You know, the, uh, the horror Babylon rides the beast. So he's taking that and the little horn, you know, from the Bible. It's like a lot of satanic stuff kind of just folded right in and it just looks like a happy picture. And then he looks like he's got the bloody head. Go ahead, William. Good morning, please. Yeah, I've been talking a lot. I don't know. So I'm just trying to find That's the girl's okay. name. It was Colin. Oh, okay. or Colin or and her sister was friends with Marlon Brando, too. So, yeah, and Marlon Brando was sick. And he was, he was sick. Yeah, he was. There were rumors he was like having sex with his daughter for like a decade. Gross. Jesus. But that's normal for those people. I mean, look at the mamas and the papas and like, you know, all these people. It's just. And um, the guy who, who played uh, in, in Kubrick's movie there, Barry Lyndon, like he, he used to have sex with his daughter. You know? That's right. That's right. Uh, O'Toole? Right? Yeah, Pete, not Pete, not Tool. Uh, Peter. Uh, oh, but anyway, he, he was supposed to narrate that film, but. Kubrick found out what was happening with his daughter Vivian. And oh, that was in the memoirs of mm. written by oh. uh what the hell was her name? Starts with a C. God change chance change. What the God, I forget. Anyway, I'm sorry you guys. I should have that on the top of my head. But but anyway, she wrote a like a like a you know a memoir or whatever and she talks about how she was brought to england during the filming of barry linden and she became as a young girl became friends with uh, vivian kubrick and vivian like stole her boyfriend which is like her dad basically she got like mad that her dad was <clears throat> with her and it was very it was sick but uh that's why kubrick fired him sent him home like and somebody else narrated that film, but uh, like those people are, I mean, it's just part of it. It's like all folded in, you know, and Kubrick knew that like working with uh, uh, Clark, you know, Clark is a notorious pedophile. And, and Clark? So, who's Clark? Uh, Arthur C. Clark. Arthur C. Clark. Oh yeah, no doubt. Oh, child has ended. Uh -huh. China Kong was the one who was, he was dating when she was 14. 
China Kong. This is a great name. <laughs> China Kong. All right. So this is uh, Hans. Did you want to talk about the blood in the head? Well, I just mentioned that this, you know, the blood symbolism is 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 important, you know, throughout this whole thing, um, you know, and then it goes to his mouth, right, and then his whole face is covered in blood, right, and so, and, so, and then look what, what's what's behind, what's behind, you so okay, it's a hanging child, it looks like they're hanging by their neck. It looks like it looks like a little girl hanging by her neck. Yeah, with it, her arms bound behind her, and then on the other side, there's like. Durga. A, there's a she's riding a cat beast yeah that's just like babylon that, that's durga but 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 it, it, it's it's kind of a it's it's a modification of the the hindu goddess durga but it does look like it's it's been modified to look like the horror of babylon for sure right like so she's that riding a cat and then yeah and that sacrifice i mean it looks like there's a kid hanging it looks it could be a, a you know on a like so a new york city or london yeah, like you know apartment time. and then there's a there's a you know, then there's a executed. You can see the line of the the noose. And and you can see the, the feet are suspended. It looks like the feet are suspended oh, wow. above the ground. So literally, see, it is like a noose. See that? Yeah. Wow. That. Oh yeah. And then Very. it says Turner's purple, whatever orchestra with the, the star on his hand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Just like in the Disney thing where the like the Mac Math of Magic. Have you seen that Disney with Donald Duck where he's got like, he's got the 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 uh, the star on the hand uh it, the the five points rep you know is related to the hand and oh, wow this so, is amazing right look at this just to tie it in so okay the red hair and then the backdrop that's a middle eastern backdrop right yeah, totally. hasani saba and then you have the picture of jim morrison right. which is obviously not the original picture right it's it's modified and it has that stamped on it it's all over Right, right, and, and look at the timeline. It's a red line. It's it a red like, line. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the and it looks like at the beginning of the you know you got the Jim Morrison and by the end you got Turner's Purple Orchestra, you know, and Purple's Magic, you know, all this, like and but yeah, it's like a timeline right there. It's and all it's over, dark. and his arms, and it looks like there's a bunch of his chest doesn't look like there's writing on it or something. It looks like writing, yeah, like maybe magical writing on his chest. So that's. He wasn't that big. I remember him quite well. He wasn't So now, now is the beginning of this scene where, okay, there's a child wearing a dress. He's not wearing the, the mustache anymore. He's eating some kind of slop. It's like beans or something. And it's like placed in his lap. And he's like scooping. So with SRA programming, the food is the program, right? So as they're eating, they're being... Uh, it's 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 weird how, how it's packaged that way. It's a long way to describe, but basically, this kid seems like uh, one of these SRA trauma-based uh, mind-controlled children. Uh, Kurth Barker wrote a book about um, you know growing up in a generational satanic family, and when he was performing, he was made to wear women's clothes. And he was given a female name, Kathy. Every time he was at the satanic stuff or doing the pornography or whatever, he was Kathy. And then he would go home and be Kurth. It's sick. Like the, the you know, it, 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 and I just, this is a ra little random, but I, for some reason I woke up this morning and I thought, Shel Silverstein, right? That guy's a little weird, but I never <laughs> thought about it. It just popped in my head. I looked up. So not only did he write A Boy Named Sue, 
right? He wrote that song for Johnny Cash. He worked for Playboy. He has poetry that's straight up pedophilic, but he he wrote another version. So he was original songwriter for Born M. So then he wrote a second, you know, he wrote part two for that song. And that part two, the boy named Sue becomes a transvestite sex slave of his own father. Wow. In the song, wow. that's shell wow. servicing the big children's poet. Yeah, look Jeez. that up. No wonder they put him in front of all the kids. And, and you look at that guy. So, but I'm so that that ties. I mean, and so, anyways, you know, right. the, he was popular in the '60s and 70s. no '70s. I mean, he was like right. his right. books. His books were translated all over the world. You know, this he like where the sod. You know, you read that shit in um, in high school. I mean, not right. high school. I mean, like elementary school. But, but the guy was a complete. Okay, but oh, I just thought uh, of that. That Allen Ginsberg is friends with these people. Um, that they're all connected with the whole beat scene, bringing about the '60s. Like they kind of cracked away with um, the uh, that other pedophile there that killed his wife, uh, William Burroughs. Like you know, these people they put them out and they like cracked open the door for like the grateful dead to get their feet in there and like uh you know like um cowboy neil at the wheel bust to never land you know like it's it's part of the grateful dead story to be brought in by these pedophile heroes <laughs> and then their main here their main like one of the people on stage is a little twinky boy like with long hair looking like a girl in his tight jeans and, and the guy next to him is a dirty biker <laughs> you know like what are they trying to tell us yeah but anyway and so yeah this uh like so this right here in this film we have the little kid cross-dressing and he's in the bathroom with uh, an adult man who's not his family who's taking a bath naked and the kids just hanging out eating food eating beans eating beans <laughs> and let's continue a little bit here and show the next game it was very famous I was, when i was in it was so now he's like painting his face these. with white stuff it's, it's shaving cream. I know, but still, it's yeah, yeah. liminal, right? Okay, we're going to talk some more. And then we have the Christian Yeah, so now we get to see the posters on the wall. He's walking across this. That looks like a lot of people over there. There's a mirror. Looks like a shield mirror. And then we, if you see, there's the doll face. And she looks like she has no eyes. And we kind of talked about this uh before uh, on the Altamont program about how there's a plaster face programming with the MK Ultra children where they actually steal the face. They, they, and the person, when the programmed individual, when they see themselves in the mirror, they see the mask that was given to them and they're afraid that their face will break all the time. Uh, it's part of the control uh, in the trauma. People can read about it. Fritz Springmeier wrote about it in his uh, book, How to Make an Undetectable Mind Control Slave. Ah. Um, very interesting. So that looks like a plaster face and the eyes being black like that looks like the mask, the mask of a doll face. Yeah. But, but also also the black eyes going totally black is also connected with demonic possession. Right. right? And yeah. the panda thing with the kids like... Their, their their eyes because of the the intense abuse yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Go, go black like they get black yeah. 
And then, of course, below, what do we have? A bunch of uh, yeah, naked, butts, right? Naked. But. Okay, but, okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well, so below for the listeners, I don't know. There's like African dancers, maybe, with um, naked legs, and they're close. They're nuts to butts. That you know, as close as a conga line, like real close, dancing in unison together. <laughs> Sorry about my dog making noise. Everybody is drinking water. Anyway, please excuse that. Uh, so here we, there's more to that picture. It looks, uh, so then there's like the red splat on the wall. It looks like, like a blood splatter. And now we see the, the three big posters. I'll see if I can get a better view. I think there's a scene where they're not folded, right? Or are they always folded? I think there's they, another... I think they might always be folded. Okay. But we, I mean, we can probably scan through, but we, we can look. If we look. That's enough. Yeah, go ahead. There's a lot there. Yeah. There, so the, the right image is the gangster guy. He's wearing, you know, got his tie on. He's got his cigar. Got his wearing his hat. So that's like the right polarity. And then the left polarity is total debauchery. If you look all the way to the left of that image, there are these figures. That he's look like, like he's sodomizing. See, look, someone yeah. having sex. See, there's a figure go, bent over there. Then there's a, the green figure, like the magician watching it, right? Yes, there's a face holding a cigarette, looking at the person viewing the image. So it like that's like in photography if the person in the image is looking at the camera it creates like a automatic connection the brain recognizes that person looking at me so it calls your attention and it uh that it's like they're looking to see the reaction of the viewer and they're smoking their cigarette like oh that's fine with me i like to watch it and it looks like multiple figures all of them like ganging up on a smaller figure below them all like like some kind of bukkake situation i, I don't and then in the middle poster there's the magician with his left hand like the left hand path and then there's the serpent snake beside him right next to his mouth and then we see like uh, and then the tree branch it looks like a forked tree branch like a, you yes. know like a almost like a trident um like like druidic magic like yeah you know um and then we see behind the child like right around where he where he's sitting down are like levers to turn the pipes on and off oh. and it looks like it's right there oh, he's his, eating beans yeah, oh. and it's like the the pipes are there uh near his rear end and on the other side there's pipes that are like going down in the corner of the room down into behind the guy that's in the tub like they're both have pipes like leading towards their rear end mm. and then there's the little female figures on the little boy's dress you know you see those yep. little, little female right like little know. hoochie hoochie coochie dancers with the with this, the um like the what do you call it? straw straw dress what do you, the hawaiian dancers anyway it looks like it's always got a secretary huh yeah, he, he's still. It doesn't. He doesn't even have a beard. Why is he taking the whole scene? He's lathering his face with shaving cream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gross. So okay. So this kid is like elated, having so much fun talking to this stranger who just moved in. Like, who knows who this dude is? And he's naked in a tub. 
I mean, come on, guys. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and we see more. There's an African mask. It's kind of like a collage with the nuts to butts dancers. There's like black legs on the right and white legs on the left, but they're still just as close. And in the middle is like an African totem carved uh, idol. Come up with me, see cheers and cheers. They love stories famous. Oh yeah. Yeah, you don't know nothing, do you, Dad? When's Noel come? What I mean, who is this framed on the wall? Like, I guess we can't really read it. Doctor K. Tom Tom, torture, torture. torture. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, he has to know K is the eleventh letter in the alphabet too. So it's oh. wow. MK Ultra. I mean, you know, yep. and, and Doctor spelled with a K also, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Doctor. Wow. Uh, this oh, is just sick. And the, the it's green. actually for eleven letters too. Dr. K tortured the way. Oh, yeah, and there's a picture of a of a woman with her hands tied behind her back on the on the windowsill also. Right. So so oh man, there's the kid with his dress. And his be oh that, that it actually almost turns my stomach. It's, just, it's sick, dude. Oh. They're like, this is this, this is what hippies do, showing all over the world, like this is what it's like in a hippie's house. Too. Mortar and pestle, these kind of phallic. Right. Things. And that's like, those are tools of magic. You know, every magician has a mortar and pestle, you know. like uh, And like, look at those the implements behind her. Those look like ritual implements. Like, you know what I mean? Like ritual sacrifice. Well, maybe right. the other, other side. Well, those wooden spoons and shit stuff looks like uh, old, um, you know, pagan magician. You know, like the old, like a, a, like some hut that you might find out in the woods where she's going to, you know, whatever. But the, it looks like uh, older witch's kitchen, right? Look at that guy. I think he's horrible. You don't really like him, do you? But I don't want anything. I just let things happen. So they don't like him, but they allow this kid to go in the bathroom with him while he's taking a bath. Like, what the? Mr. D, hmm? would you like me to do your room now? Oh, hello, Mrs. Gibbs. No, thanks, dear. No. So if you look on the wall, there's like a picture, a close-up of a boxer's ear. And it looks like it's a like a boxer's ear gets demolished over the years. Uh, box like a boxed ear. But he has no eyes. Look at that eyes are. Well, it looks like his eyes are black. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, and the theme the the prevalent theme is African right nudes or dancing or primitivism right. or something like that too. So, and like like I mentioned in the other show, like some of the first in quotes pornography we ever saw in the 60s was national geographic it was like the first time you could see boobies naked you know i guess porn uh, playboy came out in 50 something but but anyway that was like a lot of people's first introduction to like whoa boobies besides their mom's boob or whatever like it, it was tough to find porno but nowadays it's in everybody's pocket <laughs> it's like but anyway sorry so yeah this it's interesting the boxed ear uh you know, now he's at least now he's got clothes on. Tomorrow will be fine. Thanks a lot, love. Thank you. At this point, something unforeseeable occurred. From a corner of the room, the old what book is he reading? Threw him a naked dagger which landed at his feet. 
Dalman bent over. That's Hassani Saba. They're they're talking about Hassani Saba. I think it might be uh, Burroughs wrote about. Okay, because he drops the book and they show it. Then again, at the end of the movie in the credits, they show this book. Oh, I yeah. just wasn't able to read it because a, a fly goes in his eye right as he's reading and he drops the book and they, they and obviously it's important because at the end of the last credits when they show the actual an actual photograph of the Altamont fortress of Hassani Saba right the ruins of it a modern picture they also show the picture of this book so I, I couldn't read the the dust jacket I'll know. try to snap a shot right yeah, right to pick it up they would not have allowed such things to happen to me in the sanitarium he thought and he felt two things the first Yes, I know why. Yeah? Yes. Ah! What is it? Uh, a thousand something. A Damn. personal and yeah. It's George Louise Borges, yeah. Oh Borges, okay Borges. Borges. So so he so he's a surrealist, right? And he wrote a lot of sort of and it was guess familiar with him. Um very interesting. Uh, writer um, and very like sh short stories, really amazing, like kind of bending reality, you know, really mind bending, like different time space connected with like some a Kabbalah and stuff like that. So he's a very interesting writer. So that's that's um, yeah, it's quite interesting, right? So, uh, you know, and that quote he was wasn't he talking about Hassani Saba? No, no, that was like Gaucho was a cowboy, I think. So, okay, yeah, but anyway, so we can keep going. So, I got a fly, a fly. Right. Isn't that a bad omen? Isn't a like a fly like related to death and decay? Yeah, and and, and right. Beelzebub, right? Lord of the flies. Right. Yeah, right. And he's afraid too. Of you? Yeah, we'll skip that. Yeah, we'll skip that. All right, guys. I got about uh, ten more minutes. We're at the one twenty mark. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe would it be possible to continue beyond that point? Is that okay? Um, you can. I mean, I think if we keep it open, it'll keep. It might not keep recording for you though. Yeah. Shit. No, I think. Well, I'm maybe gonna... we. I think. Um, the, uh, yeah, we could do a part two. I like that. When he's playing the the blues, get oh, we could just leave it there. The, the really, when it really hits right is when he starts. He's playing the Robert Johnson. Hello, Satan. Right. And then he says, like, I'm the program, you know, I'm pr the programmer of right. your brain. That that's where it really okay, right. There, yeah, right there. I don't maybe that's a good one. He does. You could come on in my kitchen. wall with the shadow right like the, the demonic force Woke up this the morning, 
somebody knocking on my door. Woke up this morning. I believe it's time to go. We push the buttons. He's the horror show. He's an old pro. He can take it. He takes it. He dishes it out too. You bet your sweet fucking life he does. He's a mean bastard. I'm the Lone Ranger. <laughs> I'll take you down. By the riverside. Mad Clown. I thought he said I might drown you. He oh, my drown you. Might drown you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And if you, you think the about, side, I might drown you. Think about but, but, how did yeah. Brian Johnson die? Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> did... yep, Brian, right around this time, right? 68. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and look at, like, if you look at the red, I mean, this is very film deliberately, right? It's not, mm -hmm. so you not only have, you have, you have the triad, right? Light, right, left, and center. You right. have the reflection of Mick in the, the mirror on the right. right. You have him in the center. Then you have the red wall. And it, if you just look at that it's shadow figure. Reflection, but it's a negative reflection, like the absence of light. Like the mirror gives you light to your eye. And the shadow is the occulting of the light. It's, it's the lack of light. I mean, yeah, it's pretty interesting. But the shadow looks, I mean, it looks like if you look at that just by itself, it looks, you know, it cha changes form and shape. It looks like a demonic creature, right? right? A non-human entity almost. Right. Um, so it says, many famous, how many famous musicians have drowned suspiciously? Other right. Than Brian, well, Brian that's Johnson. Dennis Wilson, right? Uh, uh, Morrison, supposedly, if he did die, Jim Morrison, supposedly. yeah, Jim yeah. Morrison. Oh, yeah, Jim, the bathtub, Whitney Houston, right? Wow, the bathtub, bathtub. Jim Morrison died in the bathtub. Yeah, wow. When did that happen? Two seventy seventy one, right? Jeff in Buckley, Paris. right? Jeff Buckley, suspicious drowning. But check Pretty this out. Swimmer, good athlete. Right. And then you but, like oh, Whitney Houston and stuff. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, but that, that thing about Jim Morrison is like he died in the bathtub. This was a right. big, you know, he died in the bathtub. And they have that picture of Jim Morrison in the bathtub. Right. It's all over. With all, then, It's all over written above it. And you then know? Then <laughs> what, uh, like uh, Damien Eccles submerged his offerings into the water. It's it it's the mirror, like the the first mirror we ever saw was the reflection in a lake or whatever, you know. So it's going behind the mirror to the other side, you know. Uh, it's it's a connection to the afterlife. It's it has a lot of a color. Well, the water is a mirror, right? So and the scrying mirror, where the what the scrying. At the very mirror? end of uh, Lucifer Rising, Donald Camel takes the. Little human figurines and throws them in the water. Yes, very mysterious. Right? It's an offering, and like, and their OTO, uh, they love Typhon, the the Typhon water beast. Rising. You know mm. what I mean? Like, uh, just like the yeah. ONRA, they love the underwater demons. Yes, mm. and and you have Jean Cocteau, right? The the French surrealist filmmaker, Orpheus, right? Or very important movie, but they they go to this other world through the mirror, right? The mirror is the doorway right. to the astral to the the other interdimensional reality, right? So the mirror is also a porthole or a doorway. Yes. That's why they took, that's why they submerged the, the, 
the people in the water because it's like also like uh like damien eccles and stuff he'll make moon water leave water out under the moonlight you know to like charge up the so it has a connection to the goddess and to their um the sacrifice that they're uh, all right. It's there's a lot there's a lot there, and I need to learn more about it before I start talking about it on the radio. But but that is definitely something that is a theme. It pops up. It pops yeah, up yeah, often. Yeah. yeah. And, well, okay. Go ahead. Rigid, maybe just finish the scene out. I know you got to go, William. But but uh, okay. yeah, 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 just there's a few more things. I think where he talks about the head, hole in the head. Oh, that's mad bitch. Mad bitch. Mad bitch, like Jesse James. He's a striped beast. Huh. You enjoy hey. your work. He's a striped beast, and look at the whore riding him. Look at that. Wow. That's, ah. beast. That's it. That Woman she's the whore beast, Babylon. Yeah. She's wearing the red, and she's got the red hair. She's a beautiful woman whore. That wow. <laughs> she's ah. He calls it out right man. there. She, he's the beast. Unbelievable. He's wow. the beast. Camel knew all that stuff. He knew yes. it all. And, you know, but he's like, I might shoot you. I might drown you. Right. And he's saying, I, I'm going to kill you. Um. And, and the whore of Babylon. And he's, right. you know, hello Satan. And I'm the programmer. You know. Um. Yeah. And she's in the red. Like she's she's engulfed by red. This is all red around her. The scarlet whore. Right. You've got the gift. What's wrong with the lights? Yeah. Artificial energy. It's pulsating into the voltage. The flame. Hey, man! Hold it! Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that sort before. He's staring at a candle, everybody. Those listening. They must be scorching off. <laughs> this is uh so this he's is a very pretty type. Right <laughs> this is pretty type. The mushrooms have kicked in. I know, and, uh, I like it. How much do you want for this turn? And notice that repetitive music with that high tone cluster. Same thing playing over and over again. Like he's on his way. That it's way. like that needle into your, <laughs> your brain. How much did you give him? He's behind the mirror again. Two thirds of the big one. Two thirds mm, of the big insane. one. Can't make that scene. You should have thought of that before. Johnny. Johnny. You feel better, huh? Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Pretty sharp. Get your shift on. Sure. Where's Rosie? Hey, we're gonna nudge that slang. Don't you worry about that. We're gonna nudge that stake. Is that what he said? Chess. Yeah. Look at this. Are you gonna thing. Area? No, it's not. It's beautiful. It's it's a. You had one for dinner. Not a common hallucinogenic. Mm-hmm. You poisoned me! But don't be crazy! You poisoned me! No! Oh, don't no, be no! Ridiculous. We just want to speed You're things up! Drunk. I want to get a shift on! 
He hands him a gun. I just want to go in there. He just fell this, in. Oh, wait, but this is what I was looking for. I just want to go in there about the mind and the audience. This okay. is like, this is the, the most important thing. I don't know. Hold on. But this and is a, so like the audience also is encouraged to be tripping while they watch this film. Yes. And if we look, the, it's about one hour and 17 minutes. There should be peaking about now. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh like, yeah. Because like people, a lot of times they'll, they'll drop right when the dark side of the moon starts and then like by the end right about then it starts to kick in you know oh. yeah like so a lot of times people it's an event you know you go you do the drugs at the, <laughs> you do the drugs at the music show whatever mm. so like this is about when the viewers also are peaking at, while they're watching so while he's speaking he's also speaking to the viewers who are experiencing the same. In the brain, and they fall. He they fall into that that the tub. It's like, but there's no water there. But like he's falling right. into that pit. Right. Yeah. And but this dialogue, the water. Right. Yeah. You were just saying. Yeah. So this is really important. This dialogue right here. If you can okay. play it. Yeah. Okay. The blood of this vegetable is boring a hole. This second hole is penetrating the hole of your face, the skull of your bum. I just want to get right in there. Do you know what I mean? And root around and like a little Come on, you. Beautiful. We just dismantled you a little bit, that's all. Just to see how you function. We sat through your act now. We just dismantled you a little. Is that? They never get fed up with it, do they? I'm a goer myself. Mm. It's been on the road a million years. A million years people have been coming in and dragging in to watch it. I like a bit of a cavort. <laughs> I don't send them solicitors letters. I apply a bit of pressure. He won't listen to me. I know how you do it. Some scratching is cool. I know a thing or two about performing, my boy. I didn't tell you. He had the gift too once upon a time. You should have seen him ten years ago. I'll tell you this. The only performance that makes it, that really makes it, that makes it all the way, is the one that achieves madness. Right? All right, you with me? The only performance that truly makes it is the one that achieves madness. Okay, what are they trying to tell us? With you. He wants to know. the memo from Turner outfit too. Turn into who? He has the the same kind of facial hair from the memo from Turner, which we'll watch here in a minute. Okay, yeah, maybe we can play that. I just want to highlight, so I think like the, the, the dialogue here is really important because it's like, I'm going to bore a hole into your brain, right? And so in a sense, um, you know, like William, I, you know, I played that that stuff on your show, you know, with the Mary Pranksters talking about putting a, 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 a hole, uh, a plug into the brain, right? And that, th that those dissonant sounds like ding, ding. So that's, and it, that's going to be perceived subconsciously. And that's actually almost, you talk about boring a hole into the brain, go inside your skull, root around in there. You know, this is, I'm the programmer. And, and dressed like a gangster, like a greaser, like, um, like all of a sudden, he now that he's inside your brain, now he's a gangster and he's going to like cause madness. Ah, he's inside of your head. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, your show is a bigger turn on than his ever was. I should honor. She's pointing the gun at her head. Like... Oh, I know a thing or two about the clientele. They're a bunch of liars and rigglers. Put the frighteners on them. Give them a bit of stick. 
That's the way to make them jump. They love it. Oh, he's on the bummer. Red, red wig. Yeah. Time for your new image. And they're filming him. What are they doing? Okay, now we're going to start. He's going to start with the Hassani Saba stuff. Yeah, maybe a good. Um, but this is where. Just keep going. Let's just finish. Okay, okay. okay just speed it up and we'll get it done. Like, okay. you guys true and what's okay. not. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Right? The last words of the old man on the mountain. His mother is a thousand years old. Imagine yourself being a thousand years younger. The old man was called in the language of Persia, Hassani Saba, and his people were called the Hashishin. He had caused a valley between two mountains to be enclosed and turned into a garden. So large and beautiful, his people believed it was paradise. And there was a fortress at the entrance, strong enough to resist all the world. Now the old man... Well, he's literally dressed like one, one of the people at that, at that age from the Hashish era. Right. And just, now that they're in bored into his brain, they're giving him a new identity. And to be they're telling him... So that when they awoke, they believed they were in paradise. And there were damsels and young girls there who dallied with them to their heart's content so that they had what young men desire. Thus it was that when the old man decided to send one of his assassins upon a mission, such as to have a prince slain, he would send for one of these youths and say, Go thou and kill, and when thou returnest, my angel shall bear thee into paradise. And shouldst thou die, nevertheless, I will send my angels to carry thee back into paradise. They enjoyed their work. Are you in that garden? Yeah. Are you in that garden? Stay there. I stay there. Never trust old men, old showmen, old wankers. I'm gonna take you down the riverside. I might powder you. I might... Polish you, I might make you shiny like a mirror. I just don't know. Mmm, what's that? What you call it? Pectoral. He's gonna, she's gonna make him like a mirror. Take, Take you down to the riverside, right? Right. You know, polish yeah, you like a mirror. So we're gonna skip. Do you never have a female feel? Oh, this is this no, is a never. mirror. This is the mirror part. I feel half like a man. man. Half male, half female. A man all the time. That's awful. That's what's <laughs> wrong with you, isn't it? It's what do you mean? It's a man's man's world. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm normal. <laughs> Toxic masculinity. <laughs> How do you think Turner feels <laughs> like, huh? I don't know. He's weird. And you're weird. You're kinky. He's a man, male and female man. <laughs> male and female man. Feels like yeah. me. No, no, no. feel? Tell me. Female feel. <laughs> mm, you love it. Mm. Come inside my squares. I'll introduce you to Ick, the Com light god. Come into my squares. I'll introduce you to the light god. 
Come inside my squares. I'll introduce you to eat the light. Or that was the light God. Yeah. So this is, I mean, there's so much in here, right? I mean, in terms right. of the, the actual, there's in a certain way, he's revealing how the media serves as this Crowley and occult working, right? Is almost like showing, you know what I mean? It's, it's revealing it. It's, it's displaying right. it even as it's, it's undergoing, right? I but take the inside his head. He's in the garden and they're transforming him into a man woman. I mean, what have they done to our culture pretty much over Same thing. time? <laughs> and he's become a mind controlled assassin. So right. but he's do you see these multiple layers of identity? Even right. he says, Oh, I'm normal. That's probably the last resistance of his conscious ego. But there's multiple That's why I was degrees. But I'm going to river, river, I'll kill you by the river. I'm going to the blood, right? The assassination, I'll, I'll bore a hole in your head. Right. So Jagger saying that I'm the programmer, right? right? Okay. So polish you till you shine like a mirror. Go elsewhere. Tell me my gluteus maximus. Hmm? How does it feel like? Huh? I said I'm not <laughs> one of those. <laughs> Butch. Mmm, Rita Hayward. I said no. Rita Hayward. Sick. You, you, you degenerate. You're perverted. What's he want to get out of my face? I'm going to polish you. Polish you. The old. The old. What's he want? Maybe a little mirror. A mirror again. My mirror. A little black mirror. What's little black mirror? Trying mirror. I'm gonna polish you. And then you think about the last film, where it's a murderer with a mirror. And then when, like the scene that I've seen of it, there's a woman who's bound in a tub, submerged in water. As she's dying, he's holding the mirror so she can see herself. Yeah, I have that clip if you want to watch it. Wow. Yeah, we can. What do you think, Han? No. So, yeah, he's denying he's, she's a degenerate and whatever. So, um, oh, then, then there's he, a, the light. The, yeah, he's dancing with the lightning bolts. Um, and this ties into Vallis, you know, the Philip K. Dick novel. Huh. Because um, Vallis, so there's like this music that's like, it's basically, there's a trilogy, but it's coming from this AI that, that, that you know that's uh, you know I, so this is like that anyways Dallas to, and the you know. mirror yeah up and up above below right fully mind control now right Music is affecting his body. It's like a kind of experiment.
going going into into his ear. Right. Like they're boring the hole. Yeah, boring the hole. Have you hear that that sound? Yeah. It's like a drill. You drill going inside the brain. Through the ear. Tell your agent. (laughs) Why? What time is it? You forgot to phone your agent. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, would you like to play that one more clip? I mean, I guess this is like Twilight language. Which language galore? But so with Maybe this is just the music one. I don't know. Let's find the video. Was this released uh, in 70, this uh, record that went along with the film? Um, I think so, yeah. yeah. Where's the video? I need to find the video. But Go ahead, Hans. But what's, what's really interesting, you know, again, whatever that lightning bolt symbolizes, but then again, you see him going through these various layers of mind control directly like the honey saba and then you have that weird piercing noise right that right. i mentioned and that shows up again right, right there in that scene with the with the lightning bolt going in through his ear into his brain right um and so it's and it's direct i'm gonna polish you like a mirror right i'm a black mirror and and it's so it's uh, and you can see like the, the, the you know it's i mean how much right. You tie this in the ultimate and the entire social cultural programming of tens of thousands, if not millions of people through these interconnected actualized projects. So, yeah, actualized. it's so perfect. The term. I'm glad you read that, William. Yeah, let's uh, let's add. We'll watch Wire of the Eye while I get the other one. Oh, yeah. The White of the Eye. So this is the last film. And then he killed himself. He shot himself like right after this. Like it was just- in front of a mirror and looked at his the hole in his head. Wow. <laughs> in a mirror. Wow. So there's the maiden. The blue flowers. So he's drawing a bath. Eyeballs, yeah. She's got flowers on her dress, flowers on the wallpaper. She's like the sacrifice of Midsomar flower. Uh, right. Yeah. I just did it in a big bad way. Damn these things. Damn these things like her eyes. Damn her eyes. Try to cash. Oh, shoot. Inversion. Upside down. Hitting her head. Knocks her out. Rolls her up. Okay, let's start talking with her. So it's fully, fully dominating her, uh, wrapping her tied. And that kind of has some 
the clip to like oh you want to see this movie can i just read this quote real quick it's just one yeah, paragraph of course, of course. okay so the death of donald campbell campbell was as flamboyant and dramatic as anything he had ever filmed haunted by death and suicide for many years he took his own life in 1996 at age 62 with a gunshot to the head but he fired into the top of his head instead of the roof of his mouth with the result that he was alive and conscious for up to 45 minutes oh. afterwards and reportedly was in a happy, almost euphoric state. The fact that he didn't die instantly was not accidental. In fact, he allegedly requested that his wife and writing collaborator, China Camel, hold, a me hold up a mirror. So he could watch himself die. And he asked her, did you see the picture of Borges? And Borges is that writer. In the book. Right? In, in, in the movie. Okay, I just want to bring it up. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> wow, <that's crazy. laughs> what a mental person. Holy crazy God. person. Yeah. What did they right. do to him? <laughs> Go ahead. Something bad. All right, listen to this. Here it is. Which language, Twilight language, take it apart. May. When the black man there drew his knife Oh, you drowned that Jew in Rampton As he washed his sleeveless shirt You know, that Spanish-speaking gentleman The one that we all call Kurt Come down, gentlemen I know there's some mistake How forgetful I'm becoming Now you fix with a smaller piece of stick. You're a lashing, smashing hunk of man. No, it's James Fox. 
No, but Your sweatshirt, sweetness. You wore leather and shit in the 50s. No, you, you were a faggy little le- leather boy yeah, with a yeah. small piece of stick. Wow. So that, that's, I don't think we But I mean, it makes sense. Your organs working perfectly, but there's a part. Your, your organs working perfectly, but there's part that's not screwed on, so he's crazy. It's not screwed on. I want you at the Coke convention back in 1965. I yawned and misread Greg So then he's back as Turner, yeah. It's like they're playing around with his identity. Right. Like as a mobster and then also like seeing about all these people's weird sexual Well, I mean, think about like the people that created Altamont, the people that are like funding the whole 60s movement. The, the Satanists are mobsters. It's like they are well, organized criminals. Well, like, go ahead. You know, I, I didn't even bring that up, and uh, you know the, the the Cray twins, right? I mean, they were a huge part of the whole, and so there's some direct references to them, and then they're also the pedophilia taking pictures, the pedophilic blackmail of the MPs, and and so they were major, majorly involved. And in this, like, so you have him switching the roles, right? He's both uh, the mobster, the artist. <laughs> you got the black, the lamp, the black lamp, right, going back and forth. Even the, even the music it's itself. The dead song where he says, "I'm the great, I'm the government in a, hiding out in a rock and roll band." Like yeah. you know, where they're saying, oh, "I'm the gangster," yeah. but yeah, I'm here playing this music with his costume on. You know, yeah. Same thing. They think that one of the reasons the Cray brothers took, they took the government so long to bust them is that the their friends in the government prevented their arrest. Yeah. So they had all these buddies, and one yeah. of their chief uh, friends was. Tom Dryberg, who's Crowley's supposed heir apparent. Crazy story. Wow. There's a picture together in Children of the Beast. Yeah. Like all the gang is perfect. Here comes your mirror very shortly. <laughs> They're also all naked. All right, so people can watch this video. They're all getting mind control by the music. Totally. And the young men all look on. And the young girls eat their mother's meat from tubes of plastic con. Whoa. Be wary, please, my gentle friends, of all the skin you breathe. The roses, keep your noses clean. Boys will be boys. Don't play with toys. Don't be strong with your bees. Boys will be 
boys will be boys and play with toys, so be strong with your beast. <laughs> oh, Rosie, dear, don't you think it's clear? Eat your mother's meat. My baby's dead, the lady's dead, you all work for me. So he's basically the devil. Watch this. Wasn't Rose the one in Crowley who, like... Uh, Rose Kelly? Yeah, wasn't Rosie, she the one yeah, who yeah. channeled Iwas? Yeah, she's the one who said, they're waiting for you or whatever. But yeah, that's like one of the most heavy, like, rich wow. language songs ever. I mean, there's so much. I mean, I was just trying to write some stuff down, but you yeah. got Hemlock, so you got the, the suicide, the poison. So the you have the black man, which also there's that, that occult, you know, not, not African-American, but completely black. Right, like you're the, the base of, of light. Yeah, you're like the astral uh, demonic entity with the knife. Um, I mean, just just so much in there, you know. I mean, God, that, that that's crazy. I have not heard those lyrics. I mean, but but you know, polish, polish your mirror. Uh, the mothers eat your from the horn. Eat your mother's meat. Yeah, from the plastic. But I don't know what plastic. If is, you something meat, British, yeah. meat is another name for Baphomet. M E T E, I forget, but it's uh, um, Tracy Twyman taught us about this with her mm. book Baphomet, where she studied the Knights Templar. Uh, she and Alex Rivera wrote a book together, I think she was on a Williams show. Uh, long I time talked ago. with her before she passed away, and I also talked to Rivera, mm. right? And that was an excellent book where they talked, they showed how meat is the the dual gender it's like a woman with a beard and she's got chains attached to the sun and the and the moon like she's going to tear down the heavens and um it's like a baphomet it's like a it's very interesting so mother's meat that's like the original mother like uh like uh sybil and that whole androgyny of who was born of a stone from the mountain like it's the old woman of the mountain is Sybil, like the Magna Mater of Roman. Oh, the Magna Mater, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like the and their priests would dress as women and chop everything off. Like, there's a lot going to that old ancient goddess religion, and then the, I mean, the water, that's that the Typhon is. Uh, goddess energy as opposed to the sun solar of the male so i think that it, there's a lot of like ancient goddess stuff there in this uh sorry i didn't mean to go on and on <laughs> please uh i know we don't have much time left uh hans is there anything that uh are you frozen there oh no you're not <laughs> uh, sorry <laughs> okay go we're ahead. at the two hour mark guys okay yeah okay. all right yeah i really wind down i mean just for you know people who haven't seen it so he he also, so that if you listen to the music, you know, the, the drums kind of go off time. There's some delay on the drums, a little bit of temporal distortion. And you have this like photic driving, so to speak, with these light flashing also. He, you know, he's, he knocks the, so you got this weird light stuff. And then you have the three bodies, you know, on the ground. And then you have the suspended head, right? The, 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 um, 
I mean, oh, so, painting behind. Yeah, it. so it's it that there's there's uh, those lyrics are intense. I mean, that, that's yeah. far out. They, they're not. He's not holding back on that. Wow. Well, so no. like, oh. that's the character of the sure. you know, sympathy for the devil. No, I mean like like he's he's being like like we know we 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 associate Mick Jagger with singing sympathy for the devil. Uh, black man got stabbed. At that, they were talking about like black. Oh, black man with a knife! Right. Wow. So you think he's referencing that? I think before it happened, referencing a wholesome launch. And like they knew what they were good, what they were doing, you know. And the Hell's Angels, they hired the Hell's Angels on purpose, you know. And so, like, this is part of it, and this is a reminder of this. And he is totally immoral, uh, working his magic after they burrowed into our brains with the drugs and even the businessmen are all dancing to the, to the music. Like everybody's under the trance and he's like manipulating all of them. He's, he's manipulating like, reality. Right? They're actually, they're warping. Cause you, I mean, obviously this is a bit of a stretch, but it's like, they almost planned Altamont in this film. That's yeah. what he, the actualization, like this is almost referencing yeah. that, and it's the sacrifice of the minds of that whole generation. They go through all these different stages, right? So that original thing, are you still in the garden? That's where that deep part of you is permanently mind controlled. Right. Right. And you well, know, the garden you know, of good and good and evil. But like, it's a garden of Hassani Saba, right? But also that like the, is your, are you still in the garden? Like, have you not realized good and evil? Have you, are you still like not awake to the realities of like good and evil? You know, uh, so go ahead. But that that when I think of garden, I think of Garden of Eden. But 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 that's true. The literal garden he was speaking of was Asani Saba's garden when he was reading that quote. But but again, you know, showing that ritual, old man, you know, directing these people completely under mind control, yes. and then and this is this ritual is the ritual sacrifice of the audience of of the the culture, right? So right. it's it's a. You know, it, it, and uh, it's um, eat the hands that bleed. What do you think about that? <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. But let it bleed. Like, well, eat, eat the hands that bleed. Yeah, let it bleed. Right. Eat the, uh, so it's, and so, he's. It's, I mean, the, the cut your finger in the middle, cut cut on your left hand deep with, the, you know, the spirit cooking thing. Like, right, right, right. And if you look at uh, the, the guy, uh, Hillary Clinton's. Uh, whatever guy when he's holding his hands up uh, podesta podesta his hands are all mutilated i think that goes along with the and grateful dead uh jerry's finger is missing uh, Tom, black sabbath tomiomi tomiomi right yeah. black sabbath i think that's related to ritual magic i think that they it's a sacrifice where they they let their hands bleed on purpose it's they're giving up part of themselves mm. and how however many podesta's probably been through a lot of those <laughs> you know his hands are all mangled up it's but um but, but that's like, it's proof to everybody. You can't hide your hands. That's why the magician, and the same thing with like when when you're branded, like you, you raise your right hand to show that you haven't been branded with any like crimes before. Like, you know, like a, an adulterator would have an A or like, a you know, a fornicator would have an F. I don't know. They, they, that's the old, the, the old justice is so that you could, because you didn't have a file that came along with you you know, you had your body and you can't hide your hands or your face. So they would like brand criminals on their hands and their face so that we can see, everybody can see not to trust them, <laughs> you know? So I don't know if that relates, but, but anyway. Yeah. I just said one last thing. It's just the, the sheer arrogance of Mick Jagger, right? He's like, 
you know, he's expressing this, that we control you. We are, we've gone inside your mind. We're, we're manipulating you. We're showing you all this pedophile stuff in front of you and you're going to enjoy it. And you are, you know, we, 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 we were on the show and they're just like laughing at you and just like, I'm in charge. I'm, I'm the Supreme power. Like, I mean, it's, they're very, it's, 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 I mean, he's going to continue laughing long after yeah. he's in his grave there. It's all a big joke. That yeah. They're doing this to the entire culture. Ha ha. Like he's one of the elite, you know, he's one of the elite, even though he's wearing hair like he's that. The elite. He was just at that big party for Macron at the uh, Versailles palace. Right. Like they had all these world leaders there. It was yeah. incredible. And there he is like 80 years old, still one of the boys. He's, he's part of the elite. Just because like he's, he's done his job the whole, because he, yeah, he's done his part of the elite. Yeah. Well, he went to the London School of Economics. I mean, he right. was he was not from uh, he was from an you know elite background. You know what I mean? Just like Pink Floyd, and just like many of the other ones from the British, yeah, guys, uh, yeah. you know, mind control music of the sixties. Yeah. Stuart Where Copeland from the police. Right. Whoa, Stuart Copeland! Holy crap, his whole family. <laughs> yeah. Total yeah. CIA, like exactly. highest up on the CIA. Yeah. His dad ran the UK office. Like, holy smokes, he's basically in bed with the British intel, right? Washington. And it's it's like the British invasion on our minds. You know, they're they're screwing, burrowing a hole into our heads, and, and we pay for it. You know, it's uh, wow. This really no, so much. This movie is much more profound than even the time I've watched it once and and studied it and studied Camel and put it in a cool Hollywood. But there's so much more that I missed. I missed a lot. Well, like that's, a, do a, whole that's a great documentary. Time. The listeners should check that out. They they can find that at your Vimeo. Can they Vimeo? Get... And I put it up on my Patreon. So if you join my Patreon, you can watch all six, well, all five of my videos or documentaries there, Wonderful. just for five bucks a month. Oh, and we'll then my podcast the... is William Ramsey Investigates. Wonderful. We'll put the link, and uh, they can find you. Uh, everything that you do is on WilliamRamseyInvestigates.com yeah, on website. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's a lot. I've been busy. I just published a new book on the Smiley Face Killers too. Yes, so we need. We would oh, wow, love okay. to have you. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. We would yeah. love to have you on the show. Uh, yeah. Right again to Anytime. discuss that. Awesome. Anytime. Wonderful. And uh, Hans, we can find you at uh, HansUtter.com and MindControlMusic.wordpress.com. Com. Yep. Right. And is there anything that you'd like to uh, say before? Uh, well, I got a couple new albums coming out here and um, finishing up this book, which should be ready by the end of this month. Wow. Um, if uh, the gods are willing, maybe I'll go sacrifice a goat to Mick Jagger. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm actually going to just work. I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, just... <laughs> but that's, um, no, th this was, uh, you know, it's always great, you know, to talk to you guys, you know, and yeah, just different, different sides Likewise. of this come out. And uh, it was, it's, uh, so d yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I, I knew this was connected with Altamont, but after what we went through today, it's almost like it's in your Perfect. face, right? It's, it's, it's really, um, I, I, you know, it's, that's, you know, very interesting and a little bit, a little bit shocking. Just one last quote from Camel again. The movie was finished before Altamont and Altamont actualized it. Wow. <sighs> that was perfect. What a good show. Thank you, William. Thank you, Hans. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. Uh, have a great stay night. There, stay there. Stay there. Cheers.